Hey everyone, this is the RK3 Show. This is episode number 62, and today's episode is quite a bit different. It's what I call one of those from-the-heart episodes. It's nothing scripted, no notes, no show intro, no music, no nothing. It's just real, raw, from the heart, and I felt the need to do it this way today because of what's happening in in our country. I had we've got a lot of our guests episodes already recorded and in the bucket and we don't have any shortage of of episodes upcoming. There there are a lot of different episodes to come, but it just felt different. It just felt different. It just felt like I needed to process. It felt like I needed to talk. It felt like I needed to just share what's on my heart in a way that is productive and yet and yet and yet real. So I don't know what the length of this will be. I don't know what the words will be because I don't have any notes in front of me. I normally have some notes in front of me, which at least give me a direction, which at least give me a way to go. And I don't know what that is going to be this morning. I don't know what that's going to look like. There's no production. I'm not even sending this to my producer today. I'm just I'm just talking from the heart. And I wanted to share. So I based on if, if you don't know what's happening in, in our country, it's that a gentleman by the name of George Floyd was killed by by an officer in in Minnesota last week May 25th and now our country's at a place where there are protests and on top of the protests most of which are peaceful there are riots there's looting and and all of that is kind of par for the course as far as most major protests go but not for the reason that we would think. A lot of times we kind of think that people are just so upset and angry that they go crazy and and they start doing things that are just insane. And I think about every time that there was a, a, a World Series victory. I remember living in the state of Massachusetts when... The Red Sox won the World Series in 2004 after nearly a century of, I'm going to put air quotes here, bad luck. When, when that happened, there was, there, there was crazy happening in Boston. People were jumping on top of cars. People were flipping police cruisers. People were doing, windows were being broken out, stores being broken into, all sorts of crazy happening. And those were not considered riots. <laughs> they, the, the people weren't considered thugs. The people weren't considered anything other than um, jubilant um, people who who were experiencing something that their their city, their state hadn't experienced in a decade. <laughs> and nothing, we, we didn't hear much uh, about that. When I, I live now in the state of Maryland and when 
the Freddie Gray situation happened. There was a lot of there was protesting, but there was also rioting and and crazy and and all sorts of different things happening in in the state. And and at that point, people were referred to as 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 thugs. <laughs> people were referred to as criminals um, in a general way, even before considering what what they were fighting for or what was going on. In this case, people are also being referred to as thugs. But what's even more clear here, because of the existence of footage, because of the existence of cell phone cameras, because of the existence of smartphones and the ability to record, there are a lot of different things that are happening that our mainstream media are not reporting or picking up on. There are groups that are not related to the protesters that are inciting violence. There are groups not related to the protests that are um, inciting some of the some of the crazy that's happening. And and here's what happens. Here's what happens. Those people are referred to as provocateurs, <laughs> right? This 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 neatly. It almost sounds like a sexy name, right? It, it, it's it's French, <laughs> it's French, and so it's it's they're referred to in this this um, serene, just al- almost uh, mysterious way, provocateurs, right? But they're troublemakers. They're going in and they're being uh, manipulative and they're taking advantage of a situation to incite stuff that isn't doesn't isn't necessary because they know that a certain group of people are going to be blamed there there are people who are who just take advantage of the time frame in order to just stir up trouble and and things that are they, they just want to cause additional harm and pain and distract away from the situation that is taking place and it's a shame it's a shame that that is not only that that's where our country is but it's a shame that that is where people feel they 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 have to be in order to keep themselves in a position of power now i i I literally the other day Last week, when all this was starting to take place, I was I was in this place where I was I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I was I was as I was emotional and I was thinking through my words and and what I wanted to say. And and here's my here was the, the honest thought, the raw thought that came from my mind. I listened to the story of this young lady in the park that was being asked by a man to leash her dog because she was in a dog park and in an area where dogs needed to be leashed. And he simply asked her to do what was required in that area because he was bird watching. And her response was 
that she was being threatened by an African-American man. And she told him that she was going to call the police and tell them that she was being threatened by an African-American man. And she did just that. And the, the thing about all of this for me is if you feel threatened, if you feel in fear of your life, if you feel scared, if you feel like you're about to be harmed in somewhere, in some way, why would you stay there? I don't know of any time that, I mean, listen, I'm, 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 I'll share with you one of my fears. <laughs> I don't like snakes. I don't like snakes, right? If I'm walking down the street and I see a snake and I see that that snake is coiled up and ready to strike, I'm not going to stand there and say, oh my gosh, let me call someone to get rid of this snake. I'm running. I'm getting out of there. I'm moving because my I feel I'm I'm in fear. Right? I don't know what kind of snake it is. I'm not going to wait to be bitten or struck until I, I then figure out whether it's a venomous snake or not. I'm 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 booking. I'm getting out of there. So, I don't understand why someone who says that they feel threatened would then Stand there, you know, no more than 10 feet from this person who is recording them, by the way, and call 911 to say that I'm being threatened and I feel scared because an African-American man is, is threatening me. This is not fear. This is this is not um, being scared. That's entitlement. It's privilege. It's. It's weaponizing race. And then what made it worse for me? For some people, they kind of felt like, oh, she did the right thing. She apologized. That made it worse for me. That made it worse for me. I'm not racist. I, I apologize. That's, you, you may not be explicitly racist. However, your inherent behavior, your implicit behavior, makes it clear that you consciously or unconsciously view a group of people in a certain way and you know and you're comforted in that society views them in such a way that you will call police knowing that they will respond on your behalf and so my response to that was wow the guts <laughs> right i want to say another word right my response to that was I, I listened to the apology and and or I read the apology and my response was as a human being as 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 a as a believer as a Christian I forgive you but I do not accept your apology. I do not accept your apology and I don't accept your apology because um, the behavior wasn't there there was no statement of changing the behavior there was no statement of recognizing the incorrectness or the inappropriateness of your behavior the statement was that you didn't want to be thought about in a certain way going forward the callousness of 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 our society so much so that even when being recorded in the case of the Central Park uh, 
the Central Park dog walker and even the police in in Minneapolis, the callousness of our society, so much so that when even when being recorded, we believe somewhere in, in our heart that our behavior is warranted and we are justified and we're going to be able to get away with it. Sure, we may have a difficult moment. Sure, we may be called. But overall, society, history, leadership, uh, the laws, everything's on our side. So our behavior is justified. That is the very definition of privilege. I saw somebody yesterday, they posted, they, they said that they did not believe in <laughs> In, in, in privilege, and, and I'm not even going to add the color to it. They didn't, they didn't believe in privilege. And here's why I'm not going to add the color to it, because I'm at a place where, where when we talk about the, the colors, it is something that still separates and makes one group seem like it's okay. And everything that they do comes from the perspective of saving the other group. Not, not, not being allies or not being a part of, but doing what's right on their side so that it comes across as being savior. Now, I'm not saying, believe me, I'm not saying that, that people of European descent individually are evil, are bad, have bad, have malicious intent. Not at all. I believe quite the opposite. However, I do believe that we have set up a system that some people wake up with privilege in that system and others wake up disadvantaged by the system. And until we break down the system, until we refuse to abide by the system, until we decide that, listen, I'm no longer going to check certain boxes. Then the system continues to exist. And as long as the system continues to exist, as long as we continue to accept the system implicitly, as long as we continue to say that, yep, I'm going to do my part to help you, you still place yourself in a different echelon or a different space. Because it, 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 it ultimately places one group as the group that saves the other, which still buys into the, the, even the language definition or the language emotion of white versus black, white being a representation of of pure white being a rep- a representation of light or 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 brightness and black being a representation of darkness sadness being being less than and and that is unacceptable from a human standpoint so how do we begin to think differently how do we begin to operate differently it starts with individual willingness from those who benefit from a system the individual willingness to to reject that system and then with the individual willingness has to come a 
a corporate willingness. So the individual now needs to go to friends, family, leaders, community leaders, city leaders, state leaders, and begin to convince them not just to create laws that provide equity, not just to create laws laws that provide equality, not just to say, let's work together, but to reject the system itself. Reject the system itself that provides or that creates the situations where we have protesting and 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 even the looting. And I and I want to be clear. I want to be clear. It, it's it's disheartening when we see news and and an, or or conversations and the conversations lump protesters, looters, and rioters all into the same bucket. They're they're not. They're not in the same bucket. Protesters, especially peaceful protesters, are simply bringing light, bringing awareness to an issue that that is affecting a larger community. Looters are manipulators, people who simply want to get some stuff for free and are using and taking advantage of the of of the heightened emotions in a certain time and place. That that's that's criminal. Bottom line. Rioters are not necessarily in the same place with rooter, looters. Rioters don't I I don't necessarily think all the time that, that rioters are are criminal. However, the issue at hand is that that they're different than than protesters. I'll 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 as a Christian I'll use a biblical example, right? I'll use a biblical example. When when Jesus went into the temple and he started to turn over tables and 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 break things down because the they they were disrespecting what the temple stood for. They started to turn it into a marketplace. They started to turn it into a place where um profit and greed became paramount. And he went in and he was turning over tables and get, that was that was, he, he was a rioter. He was a rioter in that in that circumstance. Was he a looter? No, because he wasn't taking the stuff that that was there. Any other people that may have come in and saw tables turned over and 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 starting to to take that stuff and run off with those those would have been looters. Was he protesting? Yeah, he was protesting. But he was also taking it a step further. And to be quite frank, in some cases, when you're not being listened to, when you're unheard, riots take place. I look back at at, at the at Rodney King when in the in the in the nineties, and, and there were riots that that took place because people were fed up after hundreds of years of being treated as less than, and sometimes that's the language that they can speak. Looting, no. No, that, that that's that's something very different, and that's that the only reason for looting is is taking advantage of a situation and and being criminal in in behavior, and so I so lumping looters, rioters, and protesters together in the same 
bucket is is something totally different. Now, I'm speaking, and, and I've been speaking for about nearly 20 minutes here, and I don't know if you've paid attention or if you've tracked with me this entire time because I've just been speaking from my heart. But what is it that we do? Where do we go from here? What What do we do? I don't have the full or complete answer. What I do know is that sorry or an apology is no longer enough. Sorry or an apology is no longer enough. Deciding that you're just going to make a statement and 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 do enough so that you know we'll, we, you're not looked at negatively and we can once this blows over, then we can go back to business as usual. That's not enough. That's not enough. My desire is that we break down and we reject the system that creates this. And I know that's a hard thing. And, and, and I know that it's maybe an impossible thing. Maybe it's a big thing. Maybe it's a huge undertaking. And maybe it's something that is not even feasible right at this moment. So as we kind of move, as we move through this, and, and maybe as we navigate the, the, this time, even if breaking down and totally rejecting the system is not feasible yet, what is feasible is for us together i call on my european friends and 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 brothers and sisters to begin to intentionally look inward and determine what is it that you can do not just say what is it that you can do to help provide opportunity to to make a difference and to look seriously at the implied or unconscious behaviors that you may be, you may not even know exist inside of you. Take on the action of questioning yourself every day. Step out of your comfort zone. Look around you. If there is someone in your circle or if you recognize that your circle is, is homogenous, if you recognize that your circle only consists of a specific group of people, how can you step out of your comfort zone to reach out to someone else to just form a real relationship and then begin standing up for them? How can you do that? I call on my European brothers and sisters, but I also call on my African brothers and sisters to push through the anger, to push through the pain, to push through the frustration. On an individual level, not everybody is bad. Not everybody is out to hurt you. Not everybody is is out to make your your life difficult. So it, I, I fully recognize that it can be difficult when someone is trying to understand and, and reach out and the person that you're reaching out to is rejecting you. So I call on my 
people of African descent also to recognize the efforts of brothers and sisters who pain with you as well. They may be of European descent and not look exactly like you. They may not understand or even be able to to experience the experience that you have. But it's going to call for openness on, 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 on the part of every person, of, on the part of every community, on the part of every, and I don't want to, I don't want to use the word race because that's another conversation. <laughs> but it's going to call for openness from all of us and a willingness to move through. We're in a crazy time. We're in a crazy time. And I know that we are not anywhere close to a solution. And I know that we're not able to flip a switch and and change things. But hope still exists. Hope still exists. Choose hope. Choose to look towards a brighter day. Choose to believe that greater things are possible. Choose to believe that uh, human beings really have good in their hearts and, and, and it's up to us to bring that out of each other together as, as community. Yeah, there are a few bad apples in, in, in the bunch. Yeah, there, there are a few rotten apples in, in, in the bunch. But let's not lump those rotten apples in with everyone and let's all look to see what we can find in each other. Let's all look to see if we can find the goodness in each other. Individually and collectively, let's see if we can make some change and, and, and do something different and really embrace hope and see if we can make this world a better place. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, and you've been listening to the RK3 Show.